Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Hey everybody, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine and I am ready. I don't know if you are. I came prepared this week, first time ever. I know you're not so prepared because you've been studying and studying and studying and studying. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Future Attorney. Future Attorney. Um, and I have three finals this week, major finals. And I'm, I, I think I'm almost ready. I think I'm almost ready. I mean, I know I'm ready to go to heaven, but I'm almost ready to pay, take these finals. So. Here's what I know. It, yeah. You being the smartest man in the world, you'll figure it out and you'll do just fine. Your professors may not, but you will you will do fine. Well, I know I'll pass. I'm confident. I'm confident. <laughs> I'm so glad. I, yeah, I'm I very confident. You don't have to take the tests. <laughs> oh, by You're the like, way, here's to our sponsor. Your name here, your name here, your name here. All right. So I feel like, GJ, we have in the last hour slammed ourselves full of updates. And uh, just real quick, I'm doing great. I've just been studying. I have really nothing else to share other than that. Um, you had a pretty eventful week, but man, we had an even more eventful week around the world. So do you want to just get right into it? Because I kind of want to jump get right, right in. into it, brother. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I'm going to pop this first one up here for you because this is what I was trying to do. I don't even know. I don't even but, know what you're throwing at me. So I don't know what you're throwing up there. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that the one video I was going to pop up was what shut down at the very last second. So, oh my um, gosh, that was probably the video I gave you. It it was. Yeah, it, it was. I know, how, I know how you roll. He's he's big leaking me. <laughs> he's big leaking me. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you are insane. So well, I actually shade back at me. <laughs> I actually got it back up, so I'm gonna pop it on the screen. This is you're going first. You're up first, and that's all there is to it. And boom, here we are. In time, here we go. In times chat. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a show. Oh, we're on it's it. Somebody's like, yeah, tech. Thank you so much. I don't know how to pronounce your name because it actually is showing in uh, a Russian language, but maybe it could help us in how to how to say your name. But you're watching all the way from Russia. It's great to have you guys on. Wow. Um, wow. We got some things to say about so about Russia today, so stay tuned. All right, oh, GJ, yeah. here we go. What, what right. are we looking at right here? So one of the things is look, God said, look towards the sky. <clears throat> Every week we got something in the sky. And this past week, we had a full eclipse that could be seen really well uh, in Antarctica. And so why don't you just cue the video, bro? Oh, I'm already playing it. I figured we just talk over it because so it pretty much. And from, oh, October, from October to April, it's, it stays daylight 24-7. Yeah, but check this out. They show it again from this angle. Check that out. That's insane. And the whole thing only lasted a few minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was really fast. I think it was like less than an hour. That is insane. So I, guess, I guess a lot of that speed has to do with where they're positioned in the world. Well, as we know, um, a solar eclipse is when the moon is in, is in direct alignment with the sun and the earth or right in between. So... Uh, Again, just some things to look forward, look look to in the skies, sun, moon, and stars. 
This is uh, this happened this past well, this happened today or this past weekend, I think. Unbelievable. Yeah, I think it was uh, two days ago. First of all, who's crazy enough to sleep in tents in Antarctica? I just want to say <laughs> that's not going to be I have me. Something, I have something. I have a response. Things okay. that make you go, hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> you lean. I'm going, what? There's no way. By, by, by the way, by the way, since since we're looking at that cold, <clears throat> I've always been interested in in seeing how people would climb like Mount Everest. Yeah. And there's 14 mountains in the world that are over 8,000 meters. And, and of course, Mount Everest is the, the tallest. And so I've always just been enthralled by people that would, you know, want to go out and, and one travel there and then spend at least two months of their life, maybe getting on the mountain and going up to the top. And most people that get on the mountain don't even make it to the summit. And then they spend Man. all this time and money and horrendous conditions. <clears throat> and then they call it the death zone. Anything over, uh, I think anything over 8,000 meters, <clears throat> it might be 7,500 meters, because the oxygen level is diminished. So it's harder to breathe. And then altitude, altitude sickness can go in and then the, affects the brain. It's like the like fluids comes around the brain and and then they start becoming delirious. So anyway, I, I, so I, I have no desire to climb a mountain. I have no desire, even in perfect condition, put me on a helicopter, take me up there. Thing is, most helicopters can't do that. So uh, that's out of the question. And and if I want a picture, I'll just go to Google and look at the, the videos and the, and the <laughs> images. So anyway, I've always been thrilled because of, of the human nature that it takes. So anyway, there's a movie out now, and it's called 14 Peaks. And uh, this guy and his four, uh, they're all originally from Nepal. So there's four, there's five of them. They climbed 14 peaks in, I think, under five months or under six months, which the Man. most anybody had ever done it had been, had been I think, seven years. And uh, they did it. It was crazy. And I was just like, wow. So anyway, I was very impressed with it. So anyway, seeing that cold, whew, it's cold no, enough where you. I'm at here in my office. All I need to do is watch movies of Mount Everest for me not to want to climb Mount Everest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, what does this have to do with this show? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely however, nothing. However, think one of the most awesome places in the world. Hawaii. So yeah, Hawaii, but this doesn't look like Hawaii. But what is this, no, though? No, no, this no. doesn't look a thing Hawaii, like Hawaii. So Hawaii has really... <clears throat> Hawaii, which the big island, which I've been to several times. I know people that live on the island. On one side of the island, it's very arid. And on the other side, it's one of the wettest places in the world. Um, and and it, it's crazy how you can drive from one side to the other in a matter of a couple of hours and, and it's different terrain. So right here... Mm -hmm is one of the peaks and why don't you take it over since you're the scientist well i mean i'm not a scientist but um no you're the I'd smartest like man pick. in the world it means you're a scientist and an engineer attorney you no know, i had a doctor. i had a punchline i had a punchline you totally stole my punchline i was like no i'm not a scientist but i like to play one on tv <laughs> now it's ruined the punchline is ruined. No, I'm kidding. It's all about timing. Anyway, no, I when I saw this this past week, I, I you know I shot you the screenshot, and I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. I don't think I've ever ever uh, had a news headline that came across my phone, or even knew of one that was on TV that talked about a blizzard in Hawaii, in the I middle mean, I'm sure of the Pacific, in the middle of Pacific, and then. Now I would I'm not so shocked at this whole thing with Alaska. You would think that this would be a place in Alaska, right? You would think that that picture right there, uh, this side right there, would be from Alaska. Which, by the way, Alaska, you know, th this is not uh, abnormal news. You would think, but they've had the coldest records on coldest temperatures on record, like blasted uh, the coldest temperatures for this time of year than they've ever had in I don't know how many centuries. Like I think it was negative twenty point nine 
in at this time of the year, which is unheard of. Usually that's January, February. So craziness, cray, cray, zenith. <laughs> cray, cray. Well, so let me just say, <laughs> what does this got to the end times? We don't know. What we do know <laughs> is that there's a lot of craziness going on. And God said, I will show you a lot of signs and look at all the signs that don't add up to what's what's considered normal. Unlike here in Nebraska, we've actually had warmer weather. Two weeks ago, we had the highest highs on record for this time of year. So it's actually, so great. and we we actually have friends that went to Hawaii two weeks ago. <laughs> and I think they were at in Honolulu, which is on Oahu. And yeah. so it's a different island. <laughs> literally, literally did, did I know that I was better off staying here in Nebraska. <laughs> well, I mean, I have some friends that are in Hawaii, currently in Hawaii, the Hawaii, Hawaii. So I can't wait to see some of the pictures they may have. But uh, hey, we need to do a La Palma update. Yes, we do. Oh, my here gosh. Oh, my gosh. This, I'm just going to play it. Throw it out. I knew it. I knew it. I, I thought about this one. You thought about it, but here it is. All right. So just a little update. Uh, not not really a little update. Over over <laughs> three thousand. The hot update. Hot off the presses, people. The Palma <laughs> update. Over three thousand acres have now been covered in lava flow, and a new cone actually collapsed because of the lava flow that creates the instability. So what you're seeing in this video is exactly that. So you've got um. The, the lava is spewing, and this whole cone, because of the lava that's going under it, made that cone collapse. So this thing is going into, it's about to set a record for all of recorded history. And so, as I mean, it's, look at it. Look at it. Look at it, GJ. Look at it. Yeah, I see it. Years, and what, what, what I want to do by watching that is I just want to go up close to it and take a selfie. Yeah, right there, right next to that cone right there <laughs> that's shooting up. I think, you know, I do you not, might want to do that. You might want to take an umbrella, though. <laughs> yeah, as it's on fire. <laughs> I know. I can't even right now. So, okay. All right. I know we're, you we're, got okay. another one. I know you got another one because there's another volcano. Oh, oh, you want me to show that one now? Okay. Oh, hold yeah. On. Me, I, I figured you had was, that one. I do, but I was gonna I was gonna show another one first, but I'll just pop this one up anyway. Um, yeah, so I have to actually make sure that it that you can't hear it because it's super super loud, and they're speaking a different language. I don't know if they're cursing in that language, so I'm just gonna um, turn it down. Here we go. So this, uh, okay. well, all I can say is forty thousand feet into the air is how far this volcano sent ash and dust into the sky 40,000 feet just for those of you not aware is 7.58 miles or 12.19 kilometers and i mean if you can see the people in the in the foreground usually people in the foreground look bigger than what's behind you you know the whole depth perception thing just look at the immense size of that ash cloud going up into the air i mean you can it's really hard to just sense the enormity of what just happened there. And keep in mind that all that volcanic ash and all the stuff that went up into the atmosphere, it, it's like little tiny pieces of glass that falls down in that ash. And if you breathe that in, it can be really detrimental to your lungs and your health. Um, but just the enormity of that. I mean, if you're, if you're standing next to a skyscraper and you look up, you can really feel the enormity of it. This right here, is way bigger than any skyscraper being shot up into the atmosphere. Well, I don't know why I spent so much time talking about that, but well, this is higher than most jets fly. Yeah, most than most halo jumpers will go. Somebody's I like, don't know about halo that, jump? but I don't play that game, so I wouldn't know. You don't. You don't jump. You don't jump from uh, airplane at forty thousand feet. You've never done it before, TJ. If you told us, no. you'd have to kill us. I've never jumped out of any plane, <laughs> and I was in the army. Well, hey, Air, Air army Born. rangers, airborne. That's right. Yeah, yeah. One of my best friends was army ranger. 
Man, I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Okay, I do have one other one I want to pop, two other ones I want to pop up actually. But um, oh, by the way, where was that? <laughs> oh, that was in Indonesia. That was in Indonesia. Oh, and by the you. way, Indonesia, Indonesia had a six point something earthquake just before that actually happened. I'm sure they had many, but that one pop, popped up on my phone right before I got that news story. So. Uh, okay, we got some two more things in the earth that I know of to talk about. You may have some more other than that. Hey, whatever uh, I got, I gave you. I gave you, bro. So you know I got nothing. Well, I'm going to go ahead and share this one. Uh, okay, here you go. We talked about this a little bit last week, but this huge news story has now come out. There is a video that I play, but I'm not going to uh, actually, that's something else. We don't want to show that. We don't want to get booted. <laughs> so <laughs> NASA says, and whatever NASA says, I'm just kidding. A huge, potentially hazardous asteroid will break into Earth's orbit next week. So on December 11th, this massive asteroid is supposed to be at its closest point to Earth ever uh, in the last 20 years. So, I mean... <laughs> Um, that's just, that's just, uh, I don't know what else to say other than the fact that that is a, um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Hey, it seems that every single time we hear about an asteroid, go ahead. What's your, what are you going to say? It's another sign. And by the way, I'm glad they actually see this one. I don't like that one that just sort of went by. Oh, we didn't see it. Yeah. Seriously? But this one right here, right? This one right here was even bigger. Um, this one right see right here. It's a 330 meter asteroid in the shape of an egg. And it's supposed to come within 2.5 million miles from the Earth. I mean, that doesn't sound like it's close, but that's close. I mean, that's really close. It's closer than what we've experienced in, in the past. So that's one. Uh, and then there is another one I wanted to share with you because I thought, man, this is crazy. Crazy. Um, and I'll just, I'll just say the word, I know I'm really on the word crazy today. So I'll just say the word comet. What comes to mind when you hear the word comet? Haley's. <laughs> it's comet. Which Haley's I've comet before. Comet. I saw that. I think 97. Yeah, I, that's right. And it won't come around again for until like another, what, 75 years or something like that is, is something crazy. Yeah. Uh, you, you won't be around. No, I won't be around. Well, there is a newly discovered comet, and they called him Leonard. I'm not sure how they come up with these names. I like Haley. Haley's a great name for a comet. We actually know somebody named Haley. If you're watching Haley, how you doing? Um, and it's supposed She's to fly Oklahoma, by. by Earth. Way. She's from Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the lane. That's why right, you don't focus, want to focus. Focus. <laughs> Newly discovered comet to fly by Earth in a once-in-a-lifetime event. Now, here's the thing. They're, I, I don't know how they determine this, but they meaning the scientists that discover these things. But this is supposed to be the only time this comet's going to fly by Earth. Now, I'm just going to point out this because uh, you can actually see it. So right now, between December, December 6th, that's today, and December 11th, if you look up uh, in the morning time, uh, like between for you guys are probably a little earlier, but for us here in California, it's anywhere between four and six o'clock. The, uh, the big, the Ursa major, you know, the big dipper right towards the handle of that is where this comet's supposed to be seen. But then on December 13th through the 17th at nighttime, be able to see it on the horizon. Uh, and it should be right near Venus. So Again, that, that's the cool part. But the other thing is, is, it's a newly discovered comet. They just discovered it. So if that means there are newly discovered comets, and, the, and then in the end times where it talks about, uh, in Revelation, it looks like a mountain coming out of the sky, I'm, I personally think that's probably a comet or an asteroid or something like that. And uh, that's kind of where I, where I go with it. But GJ, comet. Newly discovered. <laughs> I have no. <laughs> you have no comment. I get it. That's so good. <laughs> hey, it's so funny. 
<laughs> All right. So what, what we're showing is a lot of signs in the sky. There's so many signs. I don't even know how to. I don't even. Hey, yeah, there's, there's, Javelin. There's a, there, there's a movie, and I, I forget which movie. And like, signs, signs. Everywhere there's a sign. It's like, oh, Everywhere. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All you got to well, do we is have a look. That's right. Just look up. That's all I got to do. Well, we have a couple of friends that are joining in. John Valinsky, hi. You say, you're saying hi. Uh, David Nadler. Oh, my gosh. David, I haven't seen or heard from you in a long time. This dude is one of the best limo drivers around. I've never driven with him, but that's what I hear. And um, <laughs> <laughs> love both these gentlemen, great people. And there you have it. So, okay. Hey, we love well, you. you. We love your driving, David. Yes, we love your driving. You're you're a great driver. So, um, GJ, you've got you've got something to share on wars and rumors of wars. Actually, I'm I only have something to add to what you're going to say. So I'm going to go and pop it up and let you let oh, you talk. While about you're it, popping it up, it. while you're popping yeah. it up, which probably take about ten minutes, I'm just going to throw this one out there. Taiwan and China is <laughs> <It's> still <laughs> tension's still rising. Just throwing that one out there. Okay, next. <laughs> um yeah i yeah that's all we can say about that right yeah, uh, yeah. next next i am i'm trying just start oh start gosh. talking about it. all right russia russia ukraine is that the one you're popping up yes thank you finally oh, found it th thank you thank you oh my gosh can't read it because i can't see it but <laughs> it's because it's on your phone d-day size oh invasion oh my gosh can't see <laughs> You need transitional lenses. <laughs> <laughs> I need a teleprompter. <laughs> okay. So uh, I know we've referenced this many times here. You know, Russia's, you know, obviously one of the strongholds. And and then they <clears throat> are lining up like Russia and Ukraine, which used to be part of Russia. So there's a lot of tensions there. And then the way Russia's lining themselves up, it's like they literally could invade Europe. Now, I'm not saying they're going to invade Europe, but the way they're positioning, they're positioning where they could easily infiltrate and take over Europe if that's what they so desire. So then that's good because I only have something to add to that. I know you do. Is... I know you do because you're the smartest man in the world. <laughs> Somebody and tell my wife. Sponsor, and here's to you. Here, well, somebody tell my wife because um, I'm wrong often. <laughs> All right. She didn't so, say you were the well, nicest. You're just the smartest. Right. <laughs> so 175,000 troops is what has amassed on the Ukraine border. And I just met, and I'm, I'm hoping she's going to be watching. And actually, I'd love to have her husband, who is a pastor in India, pop on the show at some point in the next few weeks and just talk to us about what churches in India and Southern part of India are actually saying about the end times. But, um, the woman that I met whose husband is the, uh, is the pastor in India, she was from Ukraine. And so I'm really interested actually to hear also what she has to say about all these troops that are massing themselves from Russia around the Ukraine border. I mean, the picture that we saw, uh, and I, I couldn't pop it up cause it was from a news channel that I'm sure would get us booted. But it showed tanks, tank after tank and troop after troop that were heading towards the Ukraine border. So wars yeah. and rumors of wars. Yeah, that was a picture I, I provided. So I'm glad you didn't show my video or my photo. Looks well, when I clicked on it, it popped up. When I didn't know what I was talking about. When I clicked on the link, that's what popped up. So I can only, I can only. Up, I can only said. imagine what it will be like if I had the picture that you sent with the link. <laughs> we have, all right, so we're having too much fun. Hey, maybe we around. need to get Mercy Me on here. <laughs> hey, you think Come we on, could? Bart. I think Come we on, could. Bart. Bring it on. Um, so the next thing that I want to share, I believe it is a video. And I actually have had something I want to share about this too. And I have a link that I'm going to share too, but GJ. Um, whoa, whoa. What is this? 
Well, it's, 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 well, I don't know if you can play that video, that, that video was, it will show a lot. So we've been talking about ro robots, AI, and just how it's getting more and more lifelike and real. And then there's two types. There's the ones that can actually take direction and then do whatever that direction is. And then there's some that can take direction and actually learn and then start applying because they actually are learning, which is almost human-like. So there's several things to think about here. One is in the end days, this, this elevates. And think about in the tribulation, how they can, they can fabricate or do certain things and uh, keep people in, in, in check. And uh, they can do that without risking human life. So there's a lot of factors here. So it's just it's just amazing how more and more lifelike these robots are becoming. Well, I mean, just take a look at the act the act of surprise there. I just kind of paused it right on that one shot. And then when you go towards the end, there's a smile. And it looks so genuine, but and it kind of makes you think this is not real. This can't be real, but this is how far uh people have have gotten in science. It's just amazing. And there's actually a show on HBO that I don't, I don't want to mention the name of it because honestly, I, I watched a couple episodes and I couldn't watch anymore because it was so filled with just horrible things that you shouldn't really be watching. And, um, and so, but this particular show has these robots that are, that you can do whatever you want to those robots, but then eventually the robots decide they're going to take over. So, and I'm not saying I'm not. Hey, trust me, I'm not saying we're in some kind of sci-fi movie. But this looks like they've actually gotten a lot farther. And here's what I think, Gigi. I think that whatever we see in the news and whatever comes out is only what we're supposed to see. But there are they probably have gone way beyond than what we're seeing even in this video. And as far as technology, what's going on? Well, you know, when I first started learning about end times and end times prophecy you know we we and and uh the guy and his wife that let let our uh our youth group you know still dear friends of mine and uh <clears throat> i talked to him last week and you know one of the things that they did with us is say okay what are the things that we can check off the list that have happened and so we went through that you know you know from you know from way back when to now <clears throat> and then he said, okay, what, what do we know about that's coming down the pipeline? And so we talked about those. And then there was like some that we could talk about like 50 to 100 years down the road, you know. And what, so I don't know, probably within five years of that first time talking about end times prophecy, I was in the United States Army. And I remember, oh, my gosh, I'm actually seeing technology and communication. I was in communication. So I started seeing things that were way advanced than what we were using and that's typically the way it works the governments will use it because they have the larger budgets they can implement them and then you know <clears throat> they can get to the costs where they actually are affordable to the average consumer and we're seeing that you know on everything i mean we'll start, you know, look at phones i mean the phone <laughs> the phones we have now if you have like an iphone 12 or 13 I used to work in a room that was full of equipment that that one phone is more powerful than that entire room, you know, and this is, you know, way back, you know, in the eighties. So <clears throat> technology and advancements are usually much further advanced than what we see or are able to utilize as consumers. hundred percent. Um, I man, uh, we're in the leading up to the tribulation section, and and honestly, we've got so many on here, and I'm going to be really careful about the next one that I share, by the way, because this one we had to, we just have to be careful about what we say. So, the House of Representatives that are actually in this country, they introduced a bill just in this last week that will that was supposed to be something that would set up, um, here's where I need to be careful, a federal database that lists everyone who has or has not gotten the jab. Did I do all right? Did I do all right with that announcement? 
I don't want to get in yeah, trouble. Keep, keep, keep jabbing on. Keep jabbing on. I'm just saying that um, it's happening now in this country. And we already know in Australia that there has been a camp set up and uh, that three teenagers actually escaped from that camp, but they chased after them to get them to come back and found them and brought them back. So I don't see how that's any different than, in my opinion, than control and putting people in a lockdown situation because their potential to hurt somebody else. Um, well, and the fact that, go ahead. If well, I keep talking, I, I, I'll say I, I, something. No, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. What he's going to show is, is, is really nothing new other than the fact that it's actually happening. So it's nothing that people haven't heard about or read about it. And if you go back to uh, the early 1900s, you know, World War II, um, similar things were set up. And uh, there's still remnants from that, you know, to this day. And then, and then now other countries are now doing it. And it's like, it, it's, it's happening. I mean, it's literally happening. And, you know, it's also happening in China as well. You can find that story, by the way, if you want to search for it um, under Breitbart.com. So it is a, a major news network kind of uh, where you can get news from. So you can actually find it there. Surprising yeah. that they're actually talking about it there, but there you have it. Yeah. And Let's so see. moving on. Yeah. Well, all right. Let me just pop this video up because so, so, I, I so, kind of. So while you're popping. While you're popping the video up, so what does this yeah. mean to us? It's that it's all about control. And and uh, if you look at once Jesus returns in the tribulation, is that it, there, everything's controlled. Economy is controlled. People are controlled. Actions are controlled. Health is controlled. I mean, you get the picture. And going to this video, uh, it, it's a precursor. This is actually in place. They just haven't fully implemented what we know is to come which is another sign like we're here we're there yeah let me let me turn the volume up on this one maybe we can listen to a little bit about what he says uh, but he really felt this is a young kid who felt impressed by the holy spirit to pop this up there and to show people what's coming in some grocery stores and markets around the country but before before you start, before you start it before you start yeah end times dot chat <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's been up there. We've had it up there for a while at times.chat. Get over there. Subscribe. If you can't you. find us. That's where we can be found. End times.chat, people. We'll make sure we pop that up there. But here we go with the video. It has infrared scanning sensors right here for your forehead, right? A mark of the beast on your right hand or your forehead. Speak to it. It sees you. Speak to wave. They're made out of super thick metal. If you don't have the mark later on, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you scan your hand on this. Then it's going to open for you. Then it's going to get whatever you need. But without the mark of the beast, you won't be able to use these in the future. These lock. Right now, they're not locked. But they do lock. And they're made out of super thick metal with glass. You can't even break through them to get food. So again, recap. Wow. Um, he kind of recaps that and goes right through it again right afterwards. But uh, this is the kind of stuff that's popping up pretty much everywhere. Last week, we showed a video out of China where you could select facial scan in order to pay for your items. So, I mean, facial scan, forehead. Uh, I have a couple more things to show on the uh, on leading up to the tribulation that have a lot to do with the end times here. So um, first thing I want to point out, though, is that Sweden, which... If you take a look at Sweden, Sweden is kind of up there with, um, how do I say this the best way? Um, it's up there. It's up there. You'll, it's up there. you'll it's figure it out. We have a small You'll figure it out. We have a small Yeah, we do. In any event, Sweden, Swedish, not Swedish, Sweden residents have opted to implant microchips into their hands in order to forego having passes or papers to prove that they've gotten some kind of whatever, uh, jab or something that you would need to buy and sell or move forward and actually social, live your life. Social score. Social score, but, but Sweden residents, because they came out and talked about having uh, more strict restrictions to move about the, the country of Sweden, a lot of them have said, man, if I, don't, if I lose my papers, I won't be able to get around. So 
let me just go ahead and put this in my in my wrist. And therefore I can just take this around. I'll never, I'll never lose the the microchip because it's in my skin. So that's another one that's kind of out there right now. And then um Germany and Austria just implemented the strictest lockdown over those who are have not been jabbed. The strictest lockdown. I mean, they actually can't even leave their house. And if they leave their house, they could actually be arrested. There are some, there are, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how Australia is already sending out the defense force to seek out people that are, uh, that could potentially be hazardous to the people around them and then taking them to these camps. This stuff is real, people. This is happening right now, which is why there's so many protests happening around the world, all over the world, uh, in major areas. And so even in Germany and Austria, there was a massive amount of people that came out in the morning this past weekend on Saturday and were protesting protesting these lockdowns. So if you think it can't happen in our, in our lifetime, in this time frame, it can, and it already is. So, um, I have one, let's see one more. I want to pop up actually. Yeah, I can pop this one up. So, all right. So while you're, GD, while you're, while you're popping around, <laughs> I'll, just, my best. I'll just add to what you just said is that, you know, th- this isn't about what, where you're, whether you're for or against whatever. What this is all about is the signs of the end days, and they're happening in every aspect. And then <clears throat> once Jesus comes, and, and we call that the rapture, and he raptures the church. So each individual that's given their life to Jesus will be taken, you know, with him which I'm okay at any moment. I'd be okay with it happening right now. So if all of a sudden I'm gone and Dan's not, then you know what happened? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. what happened was, what ha- happened was DJ got up and went to the bathroom because I thought if you're gone, I'm going to. <laughs> if, you, if you go watch our first show, I, I, we started the recording and I'm not even sitting there. <laughs> There's an empty chair. It's already started. It's already started. <laughs> So no, no, Dan and I would both go, and and so how does how do things progress to to combat fear, to combat all these different things, and and the use of technology and all these different things, AI technology, it, it's there, it's right there. I mean, Jesus could come back right now, and everything could be easily implemented in the next three and a half years. And again, we say this, and I know it sounds like a broken record. All the things that have happened just in the last two years, I mean, two years ago, right now, we were like, we never would have thought we would have lived through the last 22 months of the way we have. I mean, that'd be like, yeah, that could happen, but that's way down there. And they would never do that. Well, it's happening. And it's happening around the world. And even though it may not be happening in your country right now to the same level as some things we're talking about, is that it definitely could. And it probably will at some point. That's the scary part. So what do we do? We got to be prepared. And we're going to talk about that more. Dan's got one more. Pop it up, baby. Pop it up. I got more than one, actually. But I'll just Oh, uh, my gosh. I got 28 of them. Right now. I'm looking I got back. 35. <laughs> I got 35 of them. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. <laughs> no, we got to push through this because we definitely want to get to this message. But um, I-, I thought this was a great place to put this for leading up to the tribulation because the current administration, as you can see in the picture, spoke at a Hanukkah ceremony. And for those of you who are Jewish brothers and sisters, happy Hanukkah, because it's actually during this time frame right now. And But in Israel to, today, I wanted to pop this up there to kind of point back. Actually, let me read this to you. I'm like all over the map right now. I'm not sure what's going on. But um, so this we're guy. We're used to it. Yeah, that's right. This guy right here that you see and that you saw in the picture right there. There was a annual menorah lighting ceremony, and the this guy said during that ceremony, he compared the holy temple of Jerusalem to the temple of our democracy. And so he said, whether it's in the temple of Jerusalem or a temple of our democracy, nothing broken or profane is beyond repair. Nothing. You can always go back better or brighter. So that's one thing that I saw. But then I wanted to show you this because. There was a practice run for the third temple. They are actually doing reenactments now of, sem- of several temple, temple ceremonies that are supposed to happen when this third temple is rebuilt. So last week I talked to you, or a couple weeks ago, I talked to you about this 
there, it, there's this one school that are actually developing the oil again that will be used in the temple uh, during the temple ceremonies. That is a sacred oil that's not supposed to be set up unless it intends to be used or made unless it, it, it is intended to be used. But here they're actually reenacting and walking through what it looks like to have an actual temple ceremony. I mean, keep in mind, there's a lot of people out there, and this is in the scripture that talks about a third temple being rebuilt. And why do they say that? Because they say that during the last three and a half years of the tribulation, the Antichrist will not only set himself up, but he will defile the temple that is rebuilt. And he will do something so horrendous, so horrible that defiles and defames the temple that um, it's it'll show his true colors pretty much. So I wanted to pop those two together because that is something that leads up to the end times, tribulation time, and um, there you have it. So, man, um, we got three more. We got to push through. We got to do this. We got to do this. So let me just pop this up there for you, GJ, because I know. Let's just pop that, up another one. Let's just pop up another one. I got nothing. So it's all on you, bro. No, it's, this is you. This is the one you sent me. It's all you. Oh, this this is things that make you go, hmm. Things mm. that make you go. Mm. <laughs> and th this one just jumped right out at me is <laughs> adoption. I can't even read it, dude. So you have to read it for me. All right. So New York Times writer argues adoption is more dangerous and potentially traumatic than abortion. Now, mind you, this is an op-ed. So this is somebody's opinion, which is, yeah. I want to put that out there. But still, go ahead. Yeah, enough said. I mean, seriously, enough said. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, as most people may not know, or maybe they do, that right now there is an argument that's being put forth between, uh, in front of the Supreme Court that talks about abortion, and it has the potential to actually overturn Roe v. Wade. And, um, and I've been following this one very closely because, uh, first of all, I'm in law school, so I'm very interested in whatever happens with the Supreme Court, but, but also because there are some very real questions that are being asked during this trial uh, and during this argument, and they're very difficult questions to answer. but. This is actually, probably, in my opinion, probably the case of this century that could massively upset uh, half, at least half the people in this country. So something to watch out for. But I thought, man, I love, I love how you popped that title out because if somebody is actually saying that adoption can be more dangerous and potentially traumatic than abortion, that's somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, well, a lot. Here's a couple things. One is. What is their experience with either one? Probably nothing, but I don't know if that for a fact. The thing that caught my eye is it's just more and more we're seeing stuff that's being put out there that's on its face is ridiculous. All right. Doesn't matter whether you're for or against, whatever. I mean, you can find, you know, I, I don't, we're not here to, to talk about that. We do, we do have our a strong stance. However, whatever your stance is, it, this isn't about it. It's just like, we're we're belittling things that are of really of importance and 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 more and more that's happening to the point that it's really ludicrous and that really i saw that and i just thought it was ludicrous and i'm like oh my gosh uh that makes me go hmm mm. well uh my wife had sent me an article um this past weekend and said dan you got to talk about this on your show and actually we did mention it briefly but i do want to i do want to point this out so the american heart association has a medical journal that they file and the american heart association actually came out with an actual study and uh in that study they posted on a platform that rhymes with litter i think that's one of the most appropriate rhymes by the way <laughs> Uh, and they posted it on litter, and then that the American Heart Association was actually flagged as saying it was damaging information that was put out there. And so pretty much what it is that the American Heart Association is actually trying to come out and say this particular thing is potentially hazardous, and yet communications are being shut down about it. And not only that, but that same platform, we talked last week about the guy that uh, left this company that rhymes with litter. 
and a new guy came on almost within 24 hours. He made it so that you could not post any pictures of somebody in the public without their consent, which is not uh, not something that I think we should be doing. It's censorship. Because here's the deal. We're fighting spiritual forces, people. We are literally fighting spiritual forces. And I found this video. I'm going to pop this up. And I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's about four minutes. But um, there's this young guy, as you can see in this picture, who uh, actually you can see he's hooked up to monitors and his mom is in the room and you can hear her in the background. If you want to find this, you can actually look this up about a teenager that says he's died twice and he actually met the devil. And what was really telling about this, and I watched the entire four minutes, hopefully, GJ, if you haven't watched it yet, I do recommend you take a look at it. He dude, talks I about how- everything you send me, dude. Come on, bro. Oh, well, you know what? That's- uh, That's oh, what I appreciate throw me, about you. Throw me under the bus with all of our followers and fans. I, and I didn't say you didn't. Viewers. I just said hopefully you did. Oh, my God. Uh, but let me just play a- you I'll feel see you next week. Let me play a little bit of it. Man. I don't know. Let pop it right here. Like asking for forgiveness, bro. And it was too late. And it was too late. So what he's saying there is that what witnessed was is he went um, and actually died twice while he was in the hospital. And while he was in the hospital, and the guy, the way the guy described it is like this is not somebody that rehearsed this. Okay, he he's actually talking to his mom. His mom's the one wanting to record it and put it out there. And then he was interviewed on all these different uh, stations actually after this happened, but. He talks about how the devil himself, who he feels like he met after he died twice, didn't look like the horned uh, creature that you see, but was very, looked like a man, looked like a very good looking person, had wings. And when he went there, he actually saw exactly what the, what the Bible describes. And that was people in the flames that were crying out, Lord, please forgive me, take me from this. And they're in torment. And then he heard, this is not your time. And then he came back to life again. So now you can you can be skeptical all you want about this. But what I love about this is that this young man is not well versed in the scripture, but he's talking about things that he saw that are scriptural and that you can point to. And it's what the Bible says. So I wanted to kind of mention that because, you know, we have this picture in our mind about what the devil looks like. And I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the devil today. But what I want to say is, is that. Who are you trusting? Who do you walk with? If you're not walking with God, you're walking with the devil, period. You're like, well, what do you mean by that? If I'm a good person, that means I can, I, maybe I'm not walking with the devil. I'm not doing what the devil wants if I'm, if I'm a good person. What really struck me over the last week is I read this, this news article that talked about a Pew study that happened on Catholics. And it was incredible to me to say that 73% of respondents reported a belief in heaven while only 62 of them believed in hell. I'm like, wait a second. And these are all from uh, Catholics that are being studied. But when it comes to Christians as a group, the study showed that the overwhelming majority of all Christian groups supported a belief in heaven, but only expressed a belief in hell. Hell is a real place. And uh, battling spiritual forces that are... That are um, in the world today, and that's why I posted on Facebook today, Ephesians 6, 12, for we are fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in, the, in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. So we're living in this evil world. We're living in, living in a time frame, GJ, where there's so much that is going on, and you kind of wonder sometimes, is there a God? Why would a God allow suffering? And how am I supposed to make it through all this? How am I supposed to make it through with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now and all the evil that's out there? How am I supposed to make it through? Well, 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 5 tells us how. It says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So this is kind of where we come to that point, right, GJ, where we say, 
we say all this stuff to you because there is an end that's coming to the world. We don't know when it's going to happen. Don't, we can't tell you right now when Jesus is going to come back. We can't tell you when all these events are going to take place, but we can tell you it's coming soon. And GJ, you always say the two-minute warning, right? Tell us a little bit about that two-minute warning and why there's a sense of urgency about, about why we are bringing this information. Then we should leave some people in some prayer. Well, officially, the two-minute warning started 2,000 years ago. <clears throat> you know, upon the, the rise of Jesus into heaven. So the clock's been ticking for, you know, two, over 2,000 years. Um, <clears throat> however, God said there would be more and more and more signs. There'd be shaking going on. There'd be perilous times. And, and, and you say, well, there's been perilous times for the last 2,000 years. Absolutely. Some places more than others around the world. There's been a couple of world wars. So you can say the whole world was affected. So you can see what's happened, though, is the, the signs continue to accelerate. And now just look at what's ha accelerated in 22 months. You know, the last 22 months, just pick that. So we just see that window of time is just closing in and in and in and in. And there is a hell. There is a heaven. And I choose to be in heaven. I choose to have eternal life. And whenever that starts for me, whether it be today, whether I, you know, die or whether I <clears throat> go in the rapture, whenever that is, uh, either way, I'm prepared for eternal life. And, um, you know, I saw a movie way back in the 70s when I was a kid and, and that that hit me right between the eyes and that I'm not going to be left behind. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be left behind. I'm not going to allow that. Now, I did think about that for a while i did make some poor choices during that timeline however i did finally get on track and god never leaves us god is always there god is loving god is caring and said why would god have a hell because he had to set things up for the i mean satan was in heaven at one point and he was trying to overthrow god i mean i mean <laughs> there's a lot to this story <laughs> and uh he couldn't keep him in heaven because God is pure. God is holy. God is pure and God is holy. So anything that is not pure or holy cannot be in heaven. And you say, well, I'm not pure. Well, we're, we're sinners by nature. I mean, we have that nature. And it all started in the Garden of Eden. So from that point on, however, God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, <clears throat> to take away our sin and yes, sin still exists in the world. Yes, we still sin. However, we have the ability to be forgiven. We, ha we have the opportunity to be cleaned. We have the opportunity to be renewed. We have all those opportunities, and we have the power to choose. And God has given us the, the choice. And so all of us can have eternal life in heaven. All of us will have eternal life. Some just won't be in heaven. Some is going to be in hell. And and then if you watch that video of that, that young man, I mean, he lays it out, some of the things he saw in, in hell. And, um, I mean, it's real. And if you really just take, take a step back, look at all the signs, look at all these different things that are going on, and there's so much we don't see. That's the thing. We don't see it. We're, not, we're humans <clears throat> that are, have the inability to see. However, some people do have that gifting to see into the spirit world, both evil and for good. And I believe if you can see in the evil world, you can see in the heavenly world. If you're seeing a heavenly world, you can see in the evil world. I don't believe it's one or the other. Um, and I don't know that for a fact because I don't have that. <clears throat> what I do know is God's given me enough discernment and wisdom to know that he is real. And there's signs all around us. And as we point out every week on this show, there's plenty, plenty of signs. And I know you wanted to get the um, Haggai. In the Bible, the book of Haggai, uh, if I mispronounce it, I apologize. Uh, I'm not the theologian that Dan is and the smartest is Dan. So you might want to talk about that before we lead anybody that wants to know Jesus. Yeah, well, there, the one scripture in Haggai is Haggai chapter 2 and in verse 10. I love the New Living Translation because it actually puts the dates that you actually read. Uh, and it connects it to our current calendar and lets us know the date that something would have been um, talked about 
if it were in our calendar. So in Haggai chapter two, verse 10, it says, on December 18th of the second year of King Darius's reign, the Lord sent this message to the prophet Haggai. And then he talks about how blessings are promised if you are obedient. If you And as we read in 1 John, if you follow the commands that God has put down, which are not burdensome, they're not hard to, I mean, we think they're hard to follow, but really, thou shalt not kill. Boom. That's not a very difficult thing to follow when you're walking with Jesus, because you understand that there is a promise for someone who decides to respect and honor a life. And there's also love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. These are the two greatest commandments that Jesus gave. And here's what I'd like to share with everybody about this is that throughout all of all the minor and major prophets that are listed in the in the Bible, Old Testament or the Israel Bible as, as it's been come to be known as, uh, which is the Old Testament, prophets, when they came, they always talked about one of two things. They said, if you obey God, then these blessings will follow. If you do not obey God, then these things will follow. And we're here to tell you today, we're not prophets. We're not claiming to be prophets, but what we are telling you is what the scripture has told us. And that is, if you follow God, if you remain obedient to him, if you give your life over to Jesus and say and believe that Jesus is the son of God, you will have blessings from your obedience. And those blessings are not that you're going to be kept from all the, all the weird things that are happening in this world or the evil that's around us. But he says he will be with you through it. As a matter of fact, in Isaiah 41.10, it says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. He will be our strength through all this difficult time. If you're looking for strength to make it through all the craziness that we're seeing around us, you need to accept that Jesus is the son of God. Ask for forgiveness. Ask him to come and live in your heart. And that's what we're going to lead you to do in just a moment. And then we talk, then I think about the word friendship. And I think, well, um, you had sent, you had sent me uh, a couple of a couple of texts, and one said, "A friend is lo- always loyal." A I friend is always loyal. Up, I, I didn't mean to send that to you because it was about friends. Oh my gosh, I knew that was coming. So <laughs> it says, "A friend is always loyal," and a brother is born to help in time of need. A friend is always loyal, and there's also another verse Proverbs that says, "There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother." These are all things that are talking about Jesus. They're all talking about Jesus because it says in John fifteen thirteen. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And Jesus did just that for us. He laid down his life for us. He is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is the friend that will always be loyal. He is the friend saying, look to God, my father, and obey what he is saying. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And if you do these things, you can win this battle against the world. And you will win this battle against the world. The only thing you have to do is understand and accept that Jesus is the Son of God, believe in Him, and call out on Him to be saved. Have Him come and live in your heart. Invite Him to come and be a part of your life, and then follow His commands. If you want to do that today, we want to say this prayer with you, and we want you to pray with us. And that's just this simple. Dear Jesus, we love you. We accept and believe that you are the Son of God who came to take away the sin of the world. And we know that if we just call on your name, that we can be saved, that we can then take a hold of the promise that you will always be with us. You will never leave us. You will uphold us with your mighty, victorious right hand, and you'll give us strength, and you will help us through everything we go through. So we ask that you would come and live in our heart right now, that you would make me a new person, that I would turn from the ways that the world would say, and I would turn to your ways, that I would love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, and that I would love others as I love myself. Teach me how to do that, God, from this day forward. Let me live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So hmm. before we leave, got to get, oh, pop this Bible in. So in Haggai, chapter chapter. Chapter 1, verse 13, it, it ends with, I am with you, saith the Lord. Hmm. I am with you. And he always will be. You know, I like how, um, here's, that, here's, here's what I'll say. Not only that, but it also says at the end of chapter 2, 
I have chosen you. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. I love that. God has spoken. He wants you to be a part of him and you a part of, uh, and God and him a part of you. I don't know why that was so hard to say. Because <laughs> I've, I've exhausted all my words and I need to go to study now. That's what I need to do. Hallelujah on all fronts. Hallelujah on all fronts. Oh, man. Take us out, GJ. Well, thanks for tuning in. And again, the Lord is with you. And, you know, it doesn't mean life is going to be easier. It does mean it will be better. And Dan and I can both attest to that. In spite of all this craziness, we have a level of peace and understanding that if I didn't have Jesus, I wouldn't, I definitely would not feel that, especially in a world filled with anxiety and all the turmoil. Um, not that it's easy. I am, I do feel peace. And uh, I am peace because I know I have eternal life with him. So thanks for turning in. Y'all have a blessed week. Dan's going to start studying. <laughs> See you guys next week. Blessing. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.